So what else would you like to tell us about the impact of mental health in the workplace? Well, I've I've never really worked in very typical workplaces because I've always worked in the mental health system, or not in the system, but, you know, nibbling away from the side of it, or biting it occasionally. Um, I've always worked inside that system, and I've always worked uh, as someone who has openly acknowledged experience of mental health problems. So what that means is that I haven't had to go through the kind of the the, the issues that most people with mental health problems face in in the employment world, which is, will I even bother going to get a find a job because I'm worried that people employers will discriminate against me? Now that's the first thing. So there's a lot of evidence that probably about a third of people who use mental health services, for instance, don't even bother going to get a job, trying to find a job because they think they'll be discriminated against. And this is helped along by clinicians who say, oh, don't get a job, it's too stressful for you. Well, I'll tell you what, being unemployed is far more stressful for a lot of us. So so then, then, well, okay, the other two-thirds might say, yeah, I'll go and... um, see if I can get a job. Um, but will I disclose that I have a mental health problem or not? And Good I question. think in some countries there's a legal requirement to disclose if you think it's going to interfere with your job performance. Well, if you're an optimist, you'd say no, so you wouldn't disclose, I suppose. Um, and then there's real fears among people thinking, well, if I do disclose, they won't give me the job. And there was a very um, clear example of this. It was all over the the world press a few weeks ago about a woman who got a job as a host uh, as an airline stewardess um, in um, I think it was with Emirates or something. And as soon as they found out after they had offered her the job that she had uh, a history of depression, they took the job away from her. So there's very real. Um, I mean, the fear that employers may not employ me if they find out I have a history of mental health problems. It's very real. It's not always imagined. Although I think probably people fear it more than it actually happens, but it does happen. And then the next decision is, um, well, will I, once they've offered me the job, will I tell them then? Because, you know, I might have to take a bit of time off or I might it might help me if I can start work a bit later in the day or I really can't concentrate working in an open plan office and um, that's a pretty tricky time as well and um, the trouble is if people don't fess up to it then or not fess up but if people don't talk about it then they can't negotiate any um, you know, any work conditions um, related to their mental health problem that if you talk to your employer or your um, your colleagues about this, will they just discriminate against you by, you know, not giving you jobs because they think they're too stressful, by not promoting you, or by socially ostracising you in the in the smoko room or wherever because they think you're a bit weird or. They're a bit afraid of you or something like that. So so that's 
a difficult issue for some people as well. And and then um, there's the issue. Well, if you wait till uh, things go really pear-shaped, if they do, if you know, if if you start having major problems, that might not be the best time to disclose. So so there are there's a whole kind of um, there's a whole kind of series of disclosure decisions that have to be made. I mean, they don't, that you have to make that it doesn't just end when you decide to get the job or when you're offered a job. It's something that people are constantly making decisions about. Well, will I disclose to my, you know, the person working in the desk opposite me or not and so on. So what, um, just finally, I'd like to ask you one question. What would you think is the best way that um, um, employers or managers can do to make their workplaces more people-friendly? Well, I think that's a good question because um, if you make workplaces more people-friendly, they'll be more friendly for people who have mental health problems. Uh, I mean, one of the one of the big issues is that if if you you know employers need to be concerned about well-being in the workplace, and if they if they if they make a if they create a workplace that um, that enhances the well-being of all the staff. It'll also enhance the well-being of the people on the staff who have experienced mental health problems. So, so I think it's very important again that we don't single out a group of people as needing, you know, sort of special cotton wool pulled around them. But but all human beings have vulnerability points. Uh, people work better when there's a happy atmosphere in the office or the workplace. And so it pays for employers to make sure that they provide, you know, that they establish cultures where there's a lot of well-being uh, and uh, that, that'll, that'll enhance everyone's life. Good. Great. Thank you very much. Thank you. That was really nice. Thank you, Mary. Um, so where would people go to if they want to get a copy of Madness Made Me? Oh, uh, Madness Made Me is available on um, Amazon.com. Yeah. And if you want to find the link to the page, go to the website, which is www.madnessmademe.com. Oh, nice and simple. Yeah. Thank you very yeah. much, Mary. Thank you for interviewing with, with us. Okay, good.